Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, breaking down pro days. It's underwear Olympics time. So we'll break down all of the crazy numbers that we're seeing on both ends of the spectrum. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. The tournament is in full swing and the action hasn't disappointed. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100. If the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win, that's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, it's pro day season. We're breaking down some workouts. We all know that the workouts mean a little bit more at some positions rather than others, but it's always great to see the numbers roll in and just see how athletic some of these guys are. Let's start with your guy, Rondell Moore from Purdue, breaking everything yesterday with just some incredible numbers. Man, I just realized that because this is take two, my audio didn't work the first time, we're going to miss out on your epic voice crack at the start. We need to stitch that one in. Send both of them to Stone, and he can stitch in voice crack <laughs> intro, Steve, because no. that was pretty impressive. It is, um, it is lost with the, with the lost Patrick Mahomes pre-draft interview that is just uh, somewhere in the ether. All right, Rondell is, yeah, setting some pretty ridiculous numbers at his pro day. Um, we all knew Rondell Moore was a pretty special athlete. I think everyone expected him to test well. I mean, he's testing well. 4.29 40 time. Anytime you're into the four twos, obviously you are lightning fast. 42.5 inch vertical at his size is insane. Three cone might be the most impressive number. 6.65 six, is just madness. Um, didn't do the bench rep, but then, or bench press, but then posted a video on social media of him doing 24 reps, uh, which is also a crazy number for that size. Weighed in at 180 pounds. The only number that was sort of eyebrow raising in not necessarily a positive way is he was five foot seven inches in height flat. So I think that's up to like two inches shorter than he was listed at. Wasn't he listed at five nine? Five nine, yeah, five nine, 180 was his list. Right, weight, so he height, matched weight. the 180 in terms of weight, but was two inches shorter. But those numbers are just mind-blowing for anybody. Yeah, so, uh, by the way, you can see all of this, pff.com. Just Google PFF Pro Day Tracker. It'll take you right there. We have all of this information. We have it tied to a historic percentile, tapped into our database dating back to 1987. Uh, just to conclude on Rondell Moore, an interesting evaluation, a tough one, I think, too, because Purdue put him in the slot so much, you have these explosive numbers that – uh, they show up on tape, right? He just does look faster and more explosive than everyone else, but only averaged 10.7 yards per reception. Uh, his peak PFF grade did come as a freshman, 89.7 receiving grade. Uh, but how much of that is usage and what will his usage look like at the NFL level? I think some teams are going to look at him like a Tyreek Hill from an explosion standpoint, maybe start as a gimmicky type player becoming a deep threat. But uh, these numbers just confirmed that what you see on the field is pretty legit. Yeah, I think he definitely is going to be a gimmick gadget offensive weapon, whether that is from the slot, whether it's from out wide, whether it's lining up in the backfield sometimes or reports. Um, you know, Jim Nagy, I think, tweeted that some teams are going to see him as a third down running back now with that height. Whatever it is, you're going to need a plan for Rondale Moore. And those players always scare you a little bit because there aren't that many teams that are good at creating a plan for a player like that. I mean, Tavon Austin is a perfect example of one where 
He was drafted with seemingly no plan, and teams have never really figured out what to do with him. But look, Rondale Moore is clearly a special athlete. He was clearly a special playmaker from day one, but he is not going to have a conventional wideout role in the NFL, certainly not early. You are going to need to craft a design around him for him to be special, but he should be. I mean, he is a special player and athlete. Let's go to Joseph Asai, edge defender out of Texas. He worked out last week, had some really good numbers. From an on-field standpoint, we're looking at him as more of a second-round prospect. I think there's a, there are a lot of people around the NFL already looking at him as a first-rounder. Last year, PFF pass rush grade of 80.5. That's good, not great. But when you pair it with those combine numbers or pro day numbers, I can see why teams are interested in Joseph Asai as a potential first-round edge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, he, he weighed in and was height uh, and weight around where you want a guy to be, you know, middle of the pack in terms of percentile, six foot four ish, uh, th- uh, 256 pounds. That's where you want a an edge rusher to be. But those numbers, 99th percentile and vertical jump and broad jump, those are explosion metrics. That's measuring, in theory, your get off, your first step, the, the, the way you can burst into your pass rush. That is what you're chasing. And if you have a guy that does have good, not great tape, but pairs that with the idea of, look, you know that in theory, this guy can get off the ball better than anybody else anywhere. That is something worth chasing. You know, that is, that's the kind of clay that NFL teams like to get their hands on and try and mold into a great pass rusher because the physical tools are there. Let's go to another guy that may have snuck into the first round or, or again, I don't always know where the NFL values these guys. I know where we have them, but Greg Newsom, the cornerback out of Northwestern, a guy who's, who has good tape, has good size. And then he goes and uh, Sam, you know, this comparison, our first year doing this, the 40 versus short shuttle comparison. It's like straight line speed versus agility and Newsom's splits are really interesting and do remind us of whom yeah trey waynes um he had some of the weirdest 40 versus short shuttle numbers you'll ever see in that his uh 40 time was actually faster than a short shuttle which you just don't see i mean typically the 40 time is slower than the short shuttle across the board but trey waynes and this showed up on tape there was a relative struggle to change directions laterally he wasn't good at doing that he was very fast in a straight line and was very good at defending those vertical routes over the top. But when you asked him to change directions, he struggled. That showed up in that idea of like having a, a, those times in the, the wrong order. Now, Newsom isn't quite there. His short shuttle is still a tenth of a second faster than his 40 time. But for them to be that close is certainly reminiscent of the same thing. Uh, Newsom currently number 60 on the PFF draft board. But like I said, when you have a corner six foot tall running a sub four, four forty, they're definitely in the first round mix. There's a couple other lower round players that just put a few eye popping numbers out there. So th- a trio we're going to mention before we get into the bad stuff, we do have to mention a couple bad workouts. Hello, Pitt. But Josh Imitabebe, Anthony Schwartz. Milton Williams, three guys. Uh, Imiter Bebe is a wide receiver out of Illinois. Anthony Schwartz, a wide receiver who put up a 4.2640. And then Milton Williams just matching. When PFF grades, uh, you know, point to a guy and then the workout backs it up. That's always nice. So keep an eye on Milton Williams out of Louisiana Tech. 
Yeah, each one of those players has a number that was in at least the 99th percentile. Schwartz with his 426. Um, Imiter Baby had a vertical jump of 46 and a half inches. That's insane. 46 That's and a half is madness. That's like the mythical numbers that you hear about N- NBA players. You know, it's that's a ridiculous number. And then Milton Williams, as a 284-pound pass-rushing interior defensive lineman, ran a 4.6 uh, and a three-cone that was 6.87. Those are ridiculous numbers. I mean, this is what put, uh, highlights how insane NFL athletes are. Remember Mike Renner thought he could run a 4.6, took a stab at it, and the best time he ran was a 4.8? Renner yes. weighs like 160 pounds, and Mil- Milton Williams, who's 120 pounds heavier than that, ran a 4.6. So this is a guy who's 120 pounds heavier than Renner outrunning him to the tune of two-tenths of a second over the 40. So uh, of this trio, Bebe is at the bottom end of our top two or 250 to 300. Schwartz is at in the 170 range and, and Milton Williams about 150. But he could be going up because, look, you pair that grade with that incredible yeah. uh, workout interior defensive lineman from Louisiana Tech. You just having that, you know, 6'3", 284 pound frame just raises questions because he could be half edge, half interior player. But that's a guy that I just want on my football team on the other end of the workout spectrum. And, and I thought we might see some crazy workouts this year, Sam, just because less football was played. Fewer mm-hmm. of these guys were as beat up and some of them yep. just straight up skipped the season and got to train. But the pit workouts, they had some rough ones, man. Any of the movement skills, the speed stuff was bad. And safety Paris Ford was a guy who's looked at as top five safety, but his numbers might be dropping him quite a bit. Yeah, and don't forget also you have to take all of these numbers almost across the board with a degree of a grain of salt. Pro day numbers are always, certainly with the 40, are always thought of as being a little bit inflated just because of the the beneficial environment. Um, Yeah, Paris Ford, I mean, we're talking, we've had the 99th and the 100th percentile for a bunch of numbers. He has one, two, three, four, five different numbers that are in the first or second percentile that we've seen. I mean, a vertical leap of 29 inches, a broad jump of 110, a 4940, a 4.5 short shuttle, and a three cone of 7.7 seconds. I mean, that's just, that's bad. Like, was was the, the whole thing done in a sand pit, or what is the deal? Yeah, and his it's not like he had elite grading either. 72.6 in 2019, 68 in 2020. Uh, certainly works better working downhill, and you can kind of see that when you don't have the change direction uh, that he showed at the uh, at the pro day. So most guys are looking pretty good, but some of the pit numbers not so hot. So anyway, keep up with us, pff.com. Search PFF Pro Day Tracker. Keep up with all these numbers, and you can get just a historical context of where these things stack up. We'll have far more draft coverage here on the Daily and on the PFF NFL Podcast. 